2014 is a very meaningful and important year uh, for myself uh, because this is a year I turned to the age of uh, 60 in terms of uh, uh, Chinese age calculation. Uh, I believe uh, myself and my generation and also my family, my friends, a lot of friends uh, in Taiwan uh, actually um, share the same <coughs> feeling that I have today that uh, consider this is a very important year, a meaningful year for a lot of families and friends back home uh, because we are the generation and individuals and families uh, live based upon a very important and strong U.S.-Taiwan relations. And of course, this is a year uh, also equally meaningful and important, as I mentioned, for United States and Taiwan and U.S.-Taiwan relations as well. Uh, if you remember, I just highlight some of the uh, uh, key events and history uh, uh, footnotes. Sixty years ago, in 1954, uh, as a result of the uh, uh, Korean War, the United States decided to sign a defense treaty with Republic of China on Taiwan. If you remember, this is the very first one, very first U.S. initiative to take steps to sign uh, defensive alliances with Asian partners. At that time, Korea, South Korea, and North Korea divided and also suffered from a very unfortunate and uh, uh, very uh, uh, sorry uh, war between 1950 and 53. Japan at that time still under U.S. Uh, administration. There was no country in Asia really closely tied to the United States. There's only one country that is free China, Taiwan. Uh, so I think that uh, they, the foundation, U.S.-Taiwan Defense Treaty, actually laid the foundation for the freedom democracy, prosperity, and security of the Western Pacific region. So I just want to highlight this because I consider this is the first U.S. rebalancing or pivot to Asia, the hard evidence uh, to, to support the regional peace and stability. And Taiwan has a very important role here because that piece of uh, defense treaty <coughs> not only provides the uh, security, freedom, and democracy for Taiwan for at least 25 years, but also provide the foundation 
for the Asian Pacific region's peace and stability as well. Not only for that, you can see based upon this piece of uh, defense cooperation and treaty, Asian Pacific region and uh, countries flourish and undertaking economic modernization provide lots of opportunities for many generations, for people like me, like Ambassador Linghu, like many families, many individuals, to pursue their personal objectives, to pursue their freedom and prosperity. A lot of people like you today sitting over here is a direct result of these efforts, joint efforts uh, made by United States and the ROC government. That's number one. 35 years ago, 1979, as a result of the U.S. decision to terminate diplomatic ties with Taiwan and establish uh, relations with mainland China. However, U.S. Congress took a very strong position to actively uh, asking U.S. governments to continue its support for our on Taiwan, to uphold the peace and security, not only in Taiwan Strait area, but also if you look at the, uh, the Taiwan Relations Act <clears throat> as a result of uh, U.S. congressional efforts approved in April 1979, it's clearly codified in the TRA, Taiwan is a vital interest of United States. It is important to provide security in the Asian Pacific region. I consider this is the second U.S. pivot and rebalancing. Without the TRA, without close ties and support from the United States and efforts from Taiwan. We will not continue to enjoy peace and stability until today and will be continued tomorrow and future generations. There were vivid examples that Taiwan Relations Act has actually provide the foundation for further economic modernization and prosperity, not only for Taiwan, but also for the region as well. And also deter aggression and threats, not only in, in the Taiwan Strait area, but also spill over to the Western Pacific region as well. There were examples, for example, in 1995, 
1996 Taiwan Strait Crisis, U.S. very clearly sent out two aircraft carrier battle groups to the region and to de-escalate the tension and brought about stability and peace in the Taiwan Strait area. So that was the show of uh, U.S. willingness and determination uh, to support the regional peace and stability. So Taiwan Relations Act is unique in its nature, but it has a great meaning and significance in terms of provide the confidence from the region, confidence of U.S. support for regional security and peace, and also a physical action to show U.S. assurance for the region as well. So if you look at those examples and to see the results which actually happened in our own personal life for the last 60 years in terms of U.S. role in Asia, U.S. presence in Asia, United States repeatedly emphasizing that U.S. is a Pacific power. U.S. has a place in Asia. United States uh, is partner of Asian Pacific region. Ambassador Ling Fu has emphasized that many U.S. leaders in the past emphasizing Taiwan is important for the United States, a strong economic and security partners. As I mentioned, uh, those two very important hard evidence that Taiwan has a role in the U.S. Asian Pacific radar screen. Who else actually made a physical and tangible contribution to support United States and U.S. actions and U.S. policies in terms of managing Asian Pacific security environments? So I want to say and take this opportunity not only just to friends and partners in this room, but I want to highlight that Taiwan does has a very important role uh, in support of uh, U.S. efforts. I understand that President Obama and current administration has repeatedly emphasizing that U.S. is rebalancing Asia, United States is considering Asia as a partner and so forth. But if you look at for the past couple of years, a lot of U.S. old friends in Asia has a high expectation that the United States has take some actions to address its support. And of course, you see lots of measures being mentioned in terms of uh, Trans-Pacific Partnership, TPP, a new economic uh, alliances and so forth. But I think that the uh, United States, in the course of uh, deliberating its 
approach and strategy to implement its rebalancing Asia. United States should take into account that Taiwan does has a role here and seize the opportunity. Similar to the efforts 60 years ago, similar to the efforts 35 years ago, that Taiwan can really side by side working along with the United States to make U.S. efforts physically realized the U.S. presence in Asia has a great contribution from Taiwan. We back home have a lot of confidence and I, in my previous capacity, now I can say something I want to say now, yes. <laughs> Regardless of uh, some limitations Ambassador Ling has. <coughs> but we actually can do a lot of things with each other. In terms of to revitalize not only the U.S.-Taiwan relations, but also send a message to the region that we can actually enhancing confidence from friends and partners. I don't want to mention specific issue here, but if you take the example that the armed forces in Taiwan <clears throat> for the last 60 years performing its responsible duties to protect safety and security, not only just in the Taiwan Australia region, but also guarding the uh, sea lanes of communication surrounding Taiwan. At the same time, guarding the safety of the so-called ADIZ. Now we do have a very large areas of air defense identification zone. We are the arbitrator, we are the regulator of the regional safety and security. So we have a role here. So United States should pay great attention to these efforts and seize opportunity to conduct robust and proactive engagement and interactions between two sides. I can say to you for the last couple of years, there are many uh, opportunities and measures being adopted between United States and ROC on Taiwan to identify the areas to enhance mutual cooperation to make contribution to the regional security and peace. I want to emphasize again that both countries should take great effort to identify the priorities and seize the opportunity that make assurances to the regional partners. There are three areas I think that we can actually work along with each other. Number one, United States and Taiwan should uh, conduct engagements at three levels. One is at the policy level. Second tier is at the service or departmental level. 
and the third is at the working level. And make efforts to integrate those three uh, levels of communication and engagements to set the priorities and identify the key areas that both sides can work along with each other to contribute to the regional and uh, prosperity, security, and stability. We should revitalize at least uh, to set up the, uh, the working group to evaluate what would be the best way to uh, coordinate policies uh, between two sides. I think that should be done uh, as soon as possible. And secondly, to address the importance for Taiwan to uh, participate in regional economic arrangements such as TPP, RCEP, and others. Because Taiwan does possess the energy and also the resources and capability to make great contribution to the economic community in the region. So I think Taiwan can actually supplement and help United States in the course of uh, implementing its rebalancing strategy in Asia. Who else can make such an effort? So I think this is a great opportunity for policy leadership in both countries to focus on this issue and seize the moment to learn from our history and to make sure that the future generations can actually count on the leadership today to lead the countries to the future uh, developments and modernization. As I said to my U.S. friends in the past few years, repeatedly, help me to help you. I think that's important. So I speak for my heart, and I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity <clears throat> to address my personal uh, remarks and uh, analysis about how to uh, proceed with the uh, implementation of rebalancing strategy in Asia. And I have, I have full confidence if we can seize the moment, we can actually make things happen, not only for ourselves, but also for the entire region. Thank you.